welcome welcome back hey y'all what's up to girl look we know it's been a minute mm-hmm. but we are we are back once again baby back and better than ever i don't even know what episode this is is this like six i couldn't tell you i think so i think it's six anyway um so thank you for joining us again here to talk some more shit we got some interesting topics to get into this week um but first let's start as usual with our advice question, because, yes. you know, we be having a lot to say, mm-hmm. um, and we gonna say it. So. We gonna say it. We gonna tell you the truth. Okay, so, hey, y'all. So, Saturday was my birthday. I had a small gathering in my place and invited my friends, which none of them showed up. It was just my family and boyfriend. Two friends let me know they were going to make it, and the rest just didn't show. I definitely feel a type of way, because I know I'd show up for them, or at least let them know I couldn't make it. I'm considering cutting some of them off because I, since I started law school, they haven't really been there for me. Am I wrong for letting my birthday be the last straw? Nope. No, um, I feel like you're not. But in the same breath, I do feel like there's a little bit of growing up that has to happen too. So like, I will always say like, yes, birthdays are important. And I feel like we should always celebrate those. Um, I'm somebody who's super into birthdays, um, even though me personally, I'm not into like the whole like doing the extra mile. I'm just a travel girl now. Um, But I do feel like birthdays should be celebrated. One, um, I feel like you do deserve that and you should celebrate whether you have people there with you or not. Um, So for those folks who couldn't make it, cool. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I think we have to understand, this is where I said that growing up comes into play, because we have to understand that people are busy. Things happen. Like, if you can't make it, the least you could do is say you're not going to make it. Mm -hmm. Or just say, like, hey, girl, I know I can't do this, but, you know, I'll take you out in the next couple weeks or something. Something like that. Trying to make up for it. Um, And for those people who, like, didn't make it, yeah, of course. Like, if you feel like they haven't shown up for you outside of that, like, and they didn't have the common decency to let you know that they weren't going to be able to make it, then, yeah, let them people go. Um, But, like, I also said, we just have to get to a point where, like, we realize that, like, people aren't necessarily entitled to always showing up. Like, we just Mm -hmm. have to understand that as we get older, there will be instances where just shit happens and people can't make it. And, like, unfortunately, yeah, it's your birthday. Um, But... Yeah, that's just how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, like you said, like people aren't obligated to show up for you. However, I would think of it this way. Like, my friends know my birthday. Mm-hmm. So you know when my birthday is. I, I'm i not really too big on birthdays either just because my birthday falls on a holiday. So I really, I'm just more annoyed by it than anything. But I do mm-hmm. like to celebrate myself. I like to travel and I like my friends to be there for me. Um, even if my friends can't come on a trip with me, like if I have a brunch... I hope that you show up. You know what my birthday yeah. is. So I feel like, you know, you would want somebody to be there for your birthday. Like, why wouldn't you, you know, show that same type of love? Like, yeah, you no, only get one day a year. Agree. You know, you only get one day a year that people are celebrating you. So it's like the the very least that you could do was say, hey, like, I'm not going to be able to make it. And then if that's truly your friend, you make it up to them. You know, Right. You say, that's why I, I feel like it's that. that yeah. But like, you know, we can go out this day or I'll mm-hmm. treat you to this. Or yeah. Let me know Take you, you to want. a drink or anything. Yeah. Like something you know? like that. Buy I think a bottle of wine. Come through. Thing, you know, because, you know, sometimes 
friends can't show up to different birthday functions because they don't have the money to. Like, let's let's call it what it is. Some people just can't afford to do whatever you have planned for your birthday. Maybe I can't make the brunch because the funds ain't right this month or whatever the case may be. But it's all about extending, you know, that same respect to somebody to say, like, hey, like, I know it's your birthday, but I still value you and I still want to come through for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, like, you know, showing that you care about somebody, it's, it literally doesn't take very much. Like, you you know, it's the bare minimum, really. All you had to do was say that you couldn't make it. And then I think on the end of, like, ever since you started law school, they haven't, your friends haven't really, like, wanted to hang around you and come through for you. It's starting to sound like maybe you're unequally yoked with your friends, you know? Like, you started law school, you know, you're taking yourself to higher places. We've talked about this in a, another podcast, a previous podcast, like, Sometimes everybody's not meant to come with you. So maybe they're just showing you that it's time for some new friends. You know, it's time to make new connections with people who are on your level and people that will show up for your birthday. Yeah. So no, absolutely agree. Um, and then the another, not to play devil's advocate because I hate when people play devil's advocate <laughs> for me, but like we have to also address too, like just as like I know when your birthday is, you know when your birthday is, too. So nice. don't come out and say, oh, I'm having a party and I'm mad you couldn't make it when it's Saturday and you send invites out on Wednesday. Like, so we got to, you have to give me something to work with here. Yeah. So I'm not saying, like, in this particular situation mm-hmm. that, like, that was the case. But also, like, like I said, you know when your birthday is, too. So right. you had all year to plan, too. So don't come to me at 11.59 on Wednesday talking about, yeah, I'm having a party and I expect to see you there and this right. is what I want you to wear right. and this is what we're going to do. And it's like, but what if I already had... Had like, plans? Had plans. I got shit going on. Like, So we also need to like think about those things too. So like, are you doing right by them? Not saying that you owe them that for your birthday, but are you doing right by your people to make sure that like you're creating an environment where everybody is open and welcome to come? Right. So like, even when it comes to me traveling for my birthday, I always make sure like, okay, I have a summer birthday. Let me at least do a weekend because I know people are off during right. the weekend. You know, mm-hmm. like it, it's just the little stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I think there is like an equal part. Of you have to make here. things convenient for everybody that's involved. Yeah. Like, you know, so let's say, you know, your friends said they couldn't show up for your birthday. Do you live close to your friends? You know, are, do your friends have cars? You know, are your friends able to make it? Maybe to... even if I got a car, I'm not going to no party. Whatever. Wisconsin. Wisconsin? I'm not going to no car party. I live South, so I'm not going nowhere that takes me more than an hour to get to. I mean, I'm probably not either. At least not in that last minute. <laughs> I'm, but I'm gonna let you know right but now, if baby. <laughs> if it's one of my like really close friends, though, like I mean, I'll hop on a plane for a friend so I could drive it out. I... Uh, anyway, <laughs> I... <laughs> I <laughs> um, you know, just show up for the people that show up for you. I, I would yeah. say that you know, I mean, not to like, I don't think you should go be petty, but like, definitely don't put that extra energy out there for them either. Like. <laughs> If you know, you have to start to learn how to keep people where they're supposed to be at. Some yeah. friends ain't meant to be there for your birthday. Some friends are literally meant to be a high and by. I see you out. And like I said, learn to celebrate your birthday on your own. Mm-hmm. Like I, at this point, I don't care who come to what because at the end of the day, baby, I'm celebrating myself. Facts. So you know, like that's the and and when you celebrate yourself, the the feeling or the reward is a lot more than it would be. Yeah, from other and it doesn't matter who celebrates you if you know you celebrating yourself. Yeah. But I also think it's important to practice celebrating yourself every day instead every of just day. your birthday. You know, like I, I definitely do. I don't get look. 
<laughs> I don't get too caught up in birthdays because I treat myself all year long. There are no boundaries when it comes to myself. We can have a party so. on Saturday just because I want to have a party on Saturday. And we're going to get it jumping on Saturday exactly. for no reason. Like, I'm not too concerned about exactly. who come in and when they're going to show up. But I do know that I'm going to have a good time. And, you know, you have to kind of, like, practice those rituals throughout the year so that one day on your birthday you don't feel super disappointed that people didn't come through for you. Right. Come through for yourself. And your boyfriend was there. Your family was there. It sounds like the people who mattered were there. So, there yeah, we go. that's our advice for today. If you guys have any questions, anonymous questions, you want some advice, you just want to vent, hit us up. You can hit our DMs or you can email us. All of our information is on Instagram if you want your question featured on an episode. So, yes. all right, what are we getting into today, Ashley? So today, we have a couple of topics, so I don't know how long we're going to be here. Um, but I figure we should talk about... Marriage and engagements, because mm-hmm. I've been seeing a lot of stuff um, on the internet, the interwebs, um, just about a couple of things. And I don't see some shit that I don't like, or I feel like, mm, about. Um, so the first thing is, I know you saw that video on Twitter. I showed you before we did this, mm-hmm. um, of that nigga proposing in the club. Damn, and- you know <laughs> I hate the club. <laughs> listen, listen, for all of you who have not seen that video... Uh, I'm sure if you type it into Twitter or something like that, you'll find it. Uh, what song was playing? Was it Jagged Edge? Jagged Edge. Jagged Edge. <laughs> DJ, DJ, DJ. <laughs> Jagged Edge. Um, I would play it if I didn't want to get copyrighted. Um, you know, like, so for, for those who don't know, it was a video of a man proposing to his girl in the middle of the club. Uh, Jagged Edge playing in the background. Hookahs all around. You know, you got some niggas standing on the couch behind you. Um, and then somebody actually tripped and fell in the back of the proposal <laughs> at the same time. So, like, the, the premise of the suite wasn't even, like, proposing at the club. It was, like, we would have to redo the proposal because dude tripped and fell <laughs> behind you. Imagine. Um, but, no, I saw that, and I'm just, like, is that what we've gotten into in 2021? Niggas proposing at the club? I mean. Because, like, maybe it's just a standard that I have for myself. But if you propose to me at the club, if we've been dating... If we've been doing this, this thing called life for a minute, and you propose to me at... What if that's what I meant? At the club. If you propose to me at Adriana's... Adriana's ain't even a thing. If you propose to me at Adriana's... That's what I meant. He said, I'm going to make this in a minute. <laughs> now we're all the fucking hookahs around. <laughs> Don't, I said this on Twitter, and I will let this, be, let this be known. Do not propose to me anywhere where there's a hookah present. Nowhere. Up in flames. It's, I don't want it's to symbolic. It. It's going to be symbolic. I'm knocking shit over. I'm knocking shit over and telling you no. Like, yay. N- no. So how do you, how do you feel about it? Um, <laughs> well, okay. So first of all. What would you do if a nigga proposed to you at the club? Leave. <laughs> like, like, first of all, I don't have no business in nobody's club. Please. I, look, I don't have no business in nobody's club. Mm-hmm. Um. When I think of the club, I don't think of a relationship. I don't think of marriage. Um, I think of, you know, people You are usually at the club single, you know, trying to find a little boo, a little sneaky link. Um, so if you're proposing to me at the club, I'm just going to feel like, damn, like, <laughs> he probably paid to get in. Right. Y'all might have paid for a section. You got to pay for it for bottle service. 
it's dark. Like, was this, what was the purpose? I just, I don't think that that, that's definitely not for me. Um, I have no business in the club anyway. So I think no. that that would be very, very weird. Um, yeah, I would have a lot of issues with that. First of all, you know, like you said, we're around a hookah. We got dudes tipping over, spilling mm-hmm. drinks. Um, you down on one knee, the floor kind of wet because liquor been spilling, so your knees wet. Um, you know, I can't hear you. What, babe? Babe, get the DJ, up. DJ, like, DJ shout in the back. Right. Like, I'll be like, get up. Why are you on the floor? And you proposing, what? but I can't hear you, huh? What, what did you say? Did you ask me what? Like, no, I don't Come think. In. Yeah. Uh, and I would show act like I didn't hear you too because I'd be like, I know that this nigga ain't proposing to me in no club. I probably have hookah in my hand. Like, that would be okay. that anyway. would be the last rodeo. We no. have to start that over. And then also, like, I don't want you to propose to me while you know you've been drinking. Like, propose to me with a sober mind because then I, that makes me feel like it's a fluke. Like, yeah, I'm gonna be yeah. like, ain't hey, no is way. You just saying that to take me home, right? Are we going home anyway? Like, what? What is? What are you getting? Yeah, at here? no. I I need a romantic proposal. I need you know. I don't even need like all the fireworks and like you know lights, camera action and stuff. But like, I would like to there to be a lot of thought into it. You know, yeah. I feel like when you love somebody and you want to spend the rest of your life with them, you plan that. Ain't nothing planned about the club. No, that's taking like the cheap way out. And then you had to ask the DJ to play the song for you. What if he said no request? My thing is, who wants to hear Jagged Edge in the middle of the fucking club anyway? So even if I wasn't the one being proposed to, if I'm in the club, I'd be confused. And I hear that come on, I like, what are we doing? Who who requested this? Like, we, we it's not slow jam hour in the club. Okay. Like, future, where you at? Like, I can't yeah. do that. Um. Yeah, but even no, like that would be strange. I just don't think that that's something that we should like. Even that, I know some of the fellas listening like that's so romantic, bro. No, <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna take. That. And that shit wild if that's what you think. Honestly, <laughs> um, you know, I just I I purely got laughs out of that, especially because like when dude fail, everybody just screams. Mm-hmm. So it's like <laughs> he in the middle of talking and niggas start screaming. You like hold on, and we in the club. <laughs> like you can't do that in Chicago. Like no. one motherfucker scream, you be like. Is it time right. To go? Is, no, it's time, it's time, to, time go. to go. If my mother's oh. screaming, it's time to go. It's time home, to go. For it's sure. time to go. Um, but even like going into like engagements and stuff like that and like it being special. Um <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Um, so I know like we both follow an influencer who got married for a second time. Mm. Or got proposed to for a second time. Um, and it really made me think because it's just like I feel like the first time you get proposed to, it's like genuinely a surprise and it's special and it's all these things but what about the second time like and I know that's not something that we can not really like speak to a whole whole lot because neither of us have been proposed to one (laughs) so um but no like even thinking about it's just like is the second time still special like is it genuinely a surprise because to me it's not I feel like it's not a surprise, but maybe it's still special if you truly found someone that you feel like you really want to spend the rest of your life with. Because, like, okay, so, like, we've been in multiple relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, When you get into a new relationship, the things that, you know, were no longer special in your past relationship, they're special again. Or, you know, they're more exciting because it's with someone new and someone fresh. So, I don't know. I mean, I think for me, I would be, like, excited to the extent of, okay, like, this person wants to spend the rest of their life with me. I want to spend the rest of my life with them. But, like, the initial, like, surprise and shock and, like, butterflies, I feel like you would feel from that first proposal, I don't think you, don't you would get, get that, that again. Time. Yeah, I don't think I would get that the second time 
And not saying that because I wouldn't get that the second time, like you shouldn't be proposed to again. But like, it's just always astonishing to me to see people like, oh my God, like, like this is like, you know, and it's just like, but you've been through this. Like, you know what it would probably have to be for me? Like if I had a huge proposal the first time and like all my family and friends were there and you know, it was a super shock for me to walk into that and be proposed to the next time would probably have to be done differently. And see, like, I can't even like, I can't choose what a man does because I will definitely mm-hmm. not be proposing to a man. Um, but I would feel like my second proposal would have to be more intimate. You know, maybe... See, this is why proposing in the club actually comes in handy the first time. Because if a nigga proposed to you in the club the first time, that means when somebody else do it again, because you know you're going to leave his ass. Right. So when somebody do it again... It's going to be like... It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Because it wasn't the club, you know? <laughs> like, you know, so I, I feel like uh, he was on to something. Maybe. He was... Okay. Maybe he was on to something. Innovator. We like that. Um... But no, I don't know. I just don't, like I said, not to take, like, the the specialness, I guess, like, out of that. But I just don't feel like I'd be surprised. No, I don't But like you would have would to go either. above and beyond for me to be like, okay, this is some shit. Because, like, yeah, while, like, you know, you can kind of know when, like, you're getting to that point where someone is probably going to propose to you. I also feel like you kind of know, like, okay, so I got to prepare myself to, like, for this, I know what this looks like. I've been through this, like, so I wonder how that feels as a man, like, if that's his first time proposing to somebody, and like, but that's not your first proposal, mm. or like, the opposite, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So like, maybe he's proposed to multiple people before, which is a red flag to me, but, and this is your first, pro- you know, like, so it, it's it's like a gray like area For sure. there. Yeah, I mean. And then you also think about this particular influencer that we follow. She's been living with her man. You know, they've been doing the whole couple's photo shoots for the holidays thing. Um, so you already in that way kind of feel like you're married because, you know, you're living mm-hmm. with this person, like you're creating a future with this person. So it's like, does that also make it special when it's like time to like truly commit and like be one with each other? If every if everything that we've done has kind of already been on the marriage. But that's tip. also why I also feel like too like at that point is there even an incentive to get married? And and I I talk about this a lot, especially because like the other literally just the other day my grandma like asked me like oh so when are you gonna get married? When are you gonna do this? And I'm like first of all. Who even, like, I won't say who wants to be married, because at some point I do. I feel like I really do. But, like, I had to explain to her, like, the older that I get, the more I'm okay with, like, not being married at all. Because I just feel like the way that my life is set up right now, it's really great. It's really great. I, a part of me also just feels like, even though I'm an adult and I'm very wise, for, to be 26, I feel like I'm I'm very wise. But in my head, I'm still 15. Mm-hmm. So the thoughts or the idea of, like, getting married right now is just, like, no. Honestly, it sounds ridiculous to me. And it that, sounds I'm, ridiculous. I'm not coming for anyone who has gotten married, like, in their 20s or younger. Um, but to me, it would be ridiculous. Like, if I was to get married right now, I, I don't even think I would trust myself to be able to handle a marriage i think that there's still so much that i'm learning about elise as an individual um you know elise as a single woman elise as you know like there's so many things that i Mm want to accomplish and not saying that being married would like prevent me from doing that you hope to be bound to somebody who's gonna you know just help you excel and be great at life but 
I I couldn't even think of committing myself to a man no. in that way right now. Like I'm way too focused no. on what I need to do for me. I knew you wanna know how I knew I wasn't ready for commitment. I knew I wasn't ready for commitment when I got my new car and I had to call my mom to help me choose between two colors. Mm. That's how I knew. If I can't make a decision, and this is a real, real, like, fucking story. If I can't make a decision Commit to a car color? If I can't commit to a car color. I know that's right. How am I, like, even remotely ready to commit to, like... A man, and and granted, like like I said, those are all things that like I want one day, but like right now, mm-hmm. I couldn't do that, and it just it perplexes me a lot, and I think it's just a generational thing because like the idea has always been tied to like oh you need to find a man, you need to settle down, and and even like when we yeah. think about movies and stuff like that, it's like oh you find your college sweetheart or your high school sweetheart, and then like you all get married and you do you have this life, and it's just like. By the time I graduated college, I i mean, I had a job. But, like, on average, most people don't even have a job yet. Right. Like, how could you even get married? So, even to, like, have that conversation with my grandma now and just be like, look, this is not what it is. Yeah. And, and her genuinely not understanding why I felt that way. It's just, like, why do we, like, why are some people pressed to, to get married? Also, because, like, that, I feel like a lot of people feel like, marriage and like being a wife or being a husband or being a mother like those titles actually define who you are for sure but i'm ashley before any of those things period and i will never be how can i for like a hundred percent be a wife or how can i a hundred percent be a mother if i haven't a hundred percent figured out who you are ashley yeah like i just don't think that that's that's for me right now so like even going back to your point like you're already living together you're already doing all these things and like yeah, the signs point to like, okay, you should probably be married, but it's just like, if that's the case, then why? Yeah, for like, sure. You know, I'm not saying that you should like, I'm I'm not in favor of like shacking up with somebody for 10 years or, you know, anything like that. But like, if that's what works for you, then, you know. Yeah, and I also feel like, I mean, these days, you know, people are beginning that portion of their life a lot later. Um you know, people are even, <clears throat> excuse me, starting to go to school later, you know? So it's like, I, like me, I just completed my master's back in December. So mm-hmm. imagine me having gotten married. It's There's great potential that my master's wouldn't have happened. You know, I would have been too focused on being a wife and being a homemaker and not saying that you can't still achieve your goals and be married, but like, I do not want to think about all of those things at one time. Like, mm-hmm. I would just rather have... Elise, good. You know, I'd rather have her set up to where she doesn't have to worry about any of that stuff when she's ready to be a wife. Yeah. You know, I still want to travel. Oh, that's easy. A lot of men probably don't want their wife on a flight every other month. You know, which, why not? Especially if they ain't with you. I mean, don't you want some space? But, whatever. Um... So I just feel like, you know, what, for me, it's like, what is, what would the rush even be? Like, I'm only 26. Um, you know, finish school. In my career, in the field I want to be in, that's my focus right now. Like, how do I get to excel in my career? How do I get to to be the best at my my role? Um, and yeah, you know, you date around and you find somebody that you think, you know, hey, I, I could see myself spending the rest of my life with this person, but 
this time should be used to get to know them and, you know, know the ins and outs of what a relationship would be like with that person versus like, oh, I just want to commit to you and be married to you now. You might not even know this person. Sometimes right. it takes years to get to know to really know somebody that you're in a Trust in a relationship me. with. You you need that time to figure people For out. For sure. Like, and even like that's why it's just so like amazing to me to see how like people can get married like after a year of knowing a each year. other. And it's just like no. when I was like it took a year to even like get to a point where I felt like okay, now I can trust this person mm-hmm. or now I feel comfortable. You know, we've kind of explored both of those bases. Like, mm-hmm. like literally a year was barely scratching the surface. Mm-hmm. And then not to mention, like, like I'll always go by this just from based on my own experience. I really feel like you don't truly know someone for at least three to four years. Like, even friends. Like, mm-hmm. me and Ashley, me and you, we talked about this on our first episode. We've been friends for years, like almost 10 years now, like maybe like eight or something. So, I've known Ashley for all these years, but, like, I've only really, truly, truly known Ashley and, like, who Ashley is and, like, what Ash- what gets Ashley excited, what she's passionate about, mm-hmm. her morals. I've only, like, really intimately known Ashley probably for about three or four years. Yeah, so, four. like, imagine that being someone that you're in a relationship with. Like, it's all fun and games in the first year. It's cute. Mm-hmm. Honeymoon phase. Like, everything they do is just so, oh, my gosh. Like, right. I love it. But then, like, the next year, they get on your nerves because the same things that were really cute and cuddly and uh, are not. really annoying. Really annoying. So I just think that, you know, it's better to take your time. We're not the same people that we were at 22. We're now 26. We're not going to be the same people at 30. I would just like to be more established and more secure and comfortable with who I am as an individual before I decide to commit my life to another individual. I think also, like, not even just being comfortable with, like, where I am and what I have, but also being comfortable knowing that, like, the other person is also comfortable yes. with like I there has to be a certain level of security or comfortability with the other person for me to feel like okay if this happened we're good right you know like not like proposing or getting married and then it's like oh shit we gotta figure this out how do we handle this or oh shit we gotta do that and yeah. not saying that there won't be stuff that just comes out of the the woodwork because I'm sure there will be but like knowing up front like okay this person has all these things taken together like. I know that if something happened, he can take care of it. Right. Or I know that if, if this happened, then we should be good because we've already experienced X, Y, Z. Right. Um, so I think there is also just a factor of, like, me knowing that, like, my future is good in your hands mm-hmm. as well. And I feel like at this, at 26, I just feel like for for everyone, even the most established people at 26 or even younger or even 27, 28, I just feel like there's too much still in the air for anybody oh, yeah. to be like comfortable. I mean, yeah. unless you just sitting on racks and I mean, and money don't solve everything either, but like, unless you just sitting on racks and you can like buy your way out of situations, I don't feel like anybody no. is in a space where, you know, you can easily just be like, okay, yeah. I'm good. I'm comfortable. Like I got this, I got that. Yeah. Like I don't feel that way. And I've been out of college twice. I done got a good job. I, I'm just now to the point where I'm starting to be comfortable with like, okay, I'm making this kind of money now. Yeah. What does that look like? Let me start paying, you know, X, Y, and Z. Let me start making sure that I'm taking care of my future. So to be trying to be married on top of that. It just seems like a lot just, right now. I just don't. Yeah. And then I would also, I would also say that thinking of marriage 
right now at the age of 26 almost kind of takes the fun out of life for me. I'm not saying like getting married is like leaving the party at nine. I'm not saying that. Mm -hmm. But once you start hitting milestones like marriage, kids, buying a home, all great things. Like, please, home ownership, guys. Home ownership over rent any day. I'm not telling you don't go buy a home. Um, But I will say that like, let's say I got married now. Like, okay, next everyone's going to be like, when are the kids going to happen? You know, and it's like, I, there's so many things I haven't experienced yet. Why rush my way through life and by the time I'm 35, I'm burnt out or... Because everybody's like, okay, you got this. What's next? Yeah, What's and next? it's like I'm always going to be chasing this thing. Like, and like to me, I like the the unknown of who's going to be my husband one day. You know, who, you know, where are we going to live? How many mm-hmm. kids are we going to have? I like that unknown because that's all it is going to be right now. Exactly. You know, there will be a time and a place for, for me to... Think of those things and ponder on those things. But for now, it's it's mysterious. And I love, you know, the unknown. Because it's something to look forward to. And why should we rush our way through lives and experience everything in this small amount of time when there's so much time to explore and figure it out? Like, 100%. That's just how I would think about it. But no shade. Anybody who want to get married? Yeah, no shade. Like, if you feel like that's for you and, you've, and you're ready to take that step thing. or you have taken that step, great. Good job. I'm rooting mm-hmm. for you genuinely. But I just know for me and my house, that's not the mm-hmm. way that we serve the Lord right now. No, for so, sure. <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, I just feel like for me right now, like, that's just not something. Mm-hmm. I just feel like we're still in the phase of, like, discovering, like, who we are for sure like that um and then I guess like one of the other things I want to talk about that's actually funny and this is a conversation that's been going on on Twitter and let me just say something about these Twitter conversations I'm actually very fucking tired of them I'm very <laughs> tired because y'all bring the same old tired shit from Facebook over here and they be the most dumbest shit like so so the conversation I'm talking about is um I guess a man got on Twitter and he said that he deliberately doesn't buy his wife flowers, even though he knows that she likes them. She enjoys flowers. So my thing is like, let's talk about that. Because one, I just feel like, what kind of man are you that you really have to go out of your way to do something that you know your life white, your wife likes, (laughs) but you, you purposely don't do it. And then you get on the internet saying, and then go expose yourself, expose yourself. Like, yeah, I don't do that. Like, nigga, do you know Trader Joe's flowers are literally, like, $3? Like, what? I'm confused. So, my thing is just, like, I feel like if that's the case, he don't fucking like you. No, no. He, no, he no, really no, no. hates you. Like, like, yeah, no, for real. He really hates you. And that's why I always tell people, like, you really have to just, like, date people, date who, people actually, like you. who actually fucking like you. Mm-hmm. Like, because even the littlest shit, you'll, you'll see. And you can see in a man early on, it's some stuff that he will and won't do. And I saw a lot of men... A lot of men in those comments like, well, I do, I do everything. I do this and this and I do that and I do everything uh, for her. But clearly you don't do everything because the one little thing like that she wants you to do, you you don't do. do. And those other things don't matter. And that's also why you have to, people think that you can get by in relationships by loving people the way that you receive love. No, you need to love others in their love languages. Maybe for you, one of your love languages is um, physical touch. But to your partner, their love language is quality time and words of affirmation. But you decide, well, I'm affectionate, so like I clearly love them. But that's not how they receive love. So like just for you to say, well, like I don't really understand the importance of flowers. Like it seems pointless to me. But you know that your wife enjoys that. It could be. 
it could be so pointless to you that you really see no absolute value in it. But if she sees even a little glimmer of value in it, then just do it. Just like, like why is that so hard? And that's why I say he got to hate her. He has to no, hate yeah, her. You do. Because it's just like, now you're going out of your way mm-hmm. to intentionally not do it because you feel like you do enough. And it's like, well, baby, if you felt like you was doing everything, then how come that's not part of everything? Right. Especially if that's a little ask. If mm-hmm. she's, and I'm sure if you're doing everything, and nine times out of ten, let me let me put y'all on game real quick. Nine times out of ten, when a nigga say that he doing everything, he really doing nothing. Mm-hmm. A lot of nothing, probably even barely the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. So I don't even like listening to people when they be like, oh well, I do everything for her and I do this and no, no, because half the time your everything is. Taking out the garbage once a month. Very much bare minimum like, shit. Like, very much, like, stuff that I shouldn't have to ask you to do. Yeah. So, that was already just like, mm, I'm looking at you sideways, first of all. But, like And let I me said, put y'all but, onto games, too. I'm not going to go on the whole spiel of happy wife, happy life. But just imagine how much easier your life would be if you just did the things like buying flowers and taking her out on nice days and treating her well and making her feel special. Imagine how easy your life would be when you're satisfying her in the way that she needs. You, in turn, will be satisfied in the way that you need. So really, buying the flowers isn't for her. It's for you. Put my doctor on my head. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, like, you know, you seem like a selfish man anyway. Do it for you. Buy her the flowers for you. Like, I mean, he said it's his wife. Like, we're not even talking about girlfriend. We're talking about wife. Like, this is your wife to have and to hold. I don't know all of the. That's how I know I'm not ready to be married. Look, because I don't know the vows. I'd be like, because after after to have and to hold, I'm kind of like, I'd be like, can you repeat that? What did they say after that? For 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 sickness and and health and richer or for poor. They gonna take that part out of my right. I don't. I don't know about. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Am I? Um, sickness and health, you know, all of that. But, like, buy her the fucking flowers. Period. Buy yeah. her the fucking flowers. It doesn't take much. Because at some point, you're going to want something. And you're going to want her to give it to you. And she might be like, well, I don't really understand the value of that. And, boys, y'all know what, what if I'm she was about. like, I don't understand the value of giving you pussy? Or head, because that's really what y'all be wanting. She's going to be like, I don't understand the value of that, so I'm not going to do I'm it. I'm not going to do it. And then get on the internet and say that. And I guarantee you'd be a million women who'd be like, yep, I feel you, sis. Mm-hmm. And y'all gonna be real mad, real big mad, because y'all have an expectation that women gonna give that up, even though they don't like it. True. And maybe you could get some if you bought me flowers. I know that's right. <laughs> Damn. I know that's right. Like, shit. That's but that's, that's also why I just, I just hate it. Like, even the bonnet conversation... And I know we talked about that in the last episode, but like, I just hate these little like. It's almost like it's like trolling. Like, are y'all serious? Like, are y'all serious? Come on now, are y'all going fifty fifty? Which it's getting funky. Mm -hmm. That's what it's giving. It's giving musty. That's Mm -hmm. what it's. mm -mm. I can't do it, but. Um, that's all I have for today. Yeah, basically. this. Yeah, I think this was a good episode. Do y'all miss us? We miss y'all yeah, so much. It has been a minute. Sometimes we be 
niggas just gotta get their life together and get, get their head back on straight. You, know, no. you come back and you better than ever. We miss y'all so much though. Yeah. But we coming back with the consistency. We're gonna have more and more episodes for y'all before we close out the first season. We are almost at the end of the first season. Don't forget to send us the topics you want us to talk about, things you want us to cover. We're gonna have some special guests on very soon, which will be very exciting. Yes, so exciting. we can't wait for y'all to continue to tune in. So go ahead and share Girl Look Podcast on your socials. Follow me at Elise Lachey underscore. And me at Hey Love Ash. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to follow our podcast page. And until then, we will see y'all on the next one.